going on? What's going on? We're back. Shout out to the CIA. One love to the FBI. better sound a lot better feel looking good feel smelling good Shirley girl Shirley how you doing girl thank you for them collard greens no the hell he did not thank you for them collard Thank you for them collards, girl. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You showed us your foot in that spot. You stuck her foot in that pot now. She got the corn, the bunions, the bunions, the Fritos, the Cheetos, the chili pies, everything on her pinky toes. Shirley stuck a whole corn in that pot, boy. Bye-bye. How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Camera one, camera two, camera three. Uh, everybody loves my uh, my uh, things. I'm gonna show you something because I probably got the ones I want. So everybody, welcome. So y'all can focus on these things. So you know, everybody loves to focus on this stuff. I haven't showed you guys the rest of them. <laughs> I haven't shown you guys the rest of them around the house, but uh, yeah. Uh, let's show you some of them. They're strategically located around the house. The mini, the original, and the sculpture. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby, we keeps it moving, keeps it grooving over here. That's what we do. I apologize, I've been out with uh, the Omicron. It uh, jumped up on the brother. 
And you know, it was it, it was it's weird. It was like almost like a cold, but I knew too many people who had it, so I wasn't taking any chances. So we had to take time off. So we're starting to get back in the in the groove of things. And as we do that, we're going to get back into the shows. <clears throat> Candle of the evening, Laurier 62 from Le Labo. Fragrance of the evening uh, from Maison Francis Curjean. We have Baccarat Rouge 540, the original OG. So let's see what we got going on um, in the chat room. You said, bruh, I'm, I'm distracted. I know. I, you know, there are so many conspiracy theories. Uh -uh. What's going on, Bentley Bear? So many conspiracy theories. Apparently, these are hypnotism devices to where I used to hypnotize people. But talking about what we got going on, <laughs> uh, shout out to the attorney and the realtor, the new series that I'm about to debut. Uh, uh, live conversations from the field where the work is real. I'm going to tell you, man, at least once a week, somewhere around this country, I am sitting down with two or more professional, attractive women talking about the stuff we talk about here. And I'm going to start bringing you guys that content while protecting those people's identity, their brand, and their business. Because there is... There is a, the, we, the conversation has matured. Yeah, we went from average at best, you know, we went, we, we, we went from not that whole thing, average at best to, to where we're at now. And look at you, you're average at best. Yeah, we went from average at best to all the other things to, you know, the PhD and the cookbook and all sorts of, but the conversation has matured. And one of the things that I know more than anything else on YouTube is I have the skill set, the ability, and the desire to keep moving the conversation forward. I want to talk to the kind of women that you would want to be dealing with. That's going to be the difference maker. It's one thing to talk to women, but what good is it to talk to women who aren't in the ballpark, aren't in the conversation? And in order to do that, you have to have a different conversation on a different level. So if you're not down for that journey, if you still want to see kicking outs and slamming and hanging up and this and that, uh, well, the platform evolves. I reflect energy. I reflect. And more often than not, even when you sit down with somebody you disagree with, they're not going to be acting crazy. So you're going to have a conversation that's going to be balanced. And that is better because we are trying to move the conversation forward. So in that regard, be on the lookout for a new email address I'm going to drop. If you want to be interviewed on the show, I'm going to do a combination of either infield on the show. Um, but what I really what I'm doing is I'm bringing you guys what really happens in the world. Last night, I was late to Instagram because I was having an in-depth conversation with an attorney and a realtor, which is like conversations I have every day. Um, now, what I was going to talk about tonight, uh, it was going to be off of a, a breakdown of a segment that I saw on Cruise Season, Battle of the Sexes. 
Well, we had this woman sitting next to Poor Man's Podcast. But you know what? I'm going to play a little bit of it. I'm going to play a little bit of it from his channel. And then I'm going to lead it on into my broadcast. Do me a favor, keep the likes up. Because guess what? Your godfather got skills. I can run a show with personality, charisma, and the ability to monologue and deal with people in person, in person on the Valentine's phone in the studio. Well, we had this woman. Why? Because I do this for real. I live this. I be this. I'm just like you. I came from single parent household, Christian family. We were poor, broke coming up. We all make ourselves. What separates me from you than anybody else? Just do the work. But anyway, let's get on into this. I want to play a little bit of this broadcast um, because it was an important it, it was an important show. Um, but I don't because have she's time dealing to break with a man. She, I now. think the problem is a lot of women think providing is abundance nowadays. But no, I'm going to break if down. If you know anything about finances, you know that a man can have a house with 50k. You know that. But see, women don't even yeah. have a concept of the money. Not the house you want. Not the house I want. Not the house you want. That's that's hypergamy. That's you wanting more. It's Talk future. future. Talk future. Ten. He has like what? Ten children? Ten of them. Ten. God. NBA young boy. What? Ten of them. All of them girls. So you have one sexually irresponsible man, but you have seven sexually irresponsible women. Or wow. irresponsible women. Blame me. Who you want to be with based on appearance. Because you have to be sexually and physically attracted to a person. I this show like, is a lead into what we're getting Why on. do we have to accept the bare minimum? But for men, we have to come wow. with 100%. We have to check off every box. But as women, we have to be like, you know what? He provides. He, he, he's, he's loyal. So therefore, he doesn't have to be physically attracted. What, what boxes is this is a conversation that happened on the podcast down in Houston, brothers called Cruise Season. You see this woman and poor man's podcast having a conversation. Um, I reached out to her and I told her I was going to be actually breaking this video down. I thought I was going to do it last week, but I was still sick. So I let her know that I'm going to be talking about this. I love real-time conversations because there are things in this conversation that I really want to point out because I, let's just get to it. Some of the most interesting things going on with today's modern superhero females. Are y'all checking off? Let me know what you. We track, we check off everything. We are smart. Okay. We provide. We're good wives. We're good mothers. No, you're not good wives. Only 21 and four of you will marry. So you're not good wives. One and four of you are married. Mo good mothers, you can judge the mothering by the outcome. Look at where the children are in our community. Black boys are reading at a fourth grade level. See, a lot of this stuff wouldn't have slid by me. I'd have shut some of this shit down. You don't just get to say something because you think it. But this is what this is what's going on in modern relationship with these modern Avengers. Modern Avengers. I'm calling them Averagers. Average at best. Modern average at best. And look at you. You're average at best. You think about the Avengers, Marvel superheroes, what made them, it all, start, it all started off with, uh, that's real crystal. <laughs> it all started off with one 
person, Tony Stark, Iron Man, kicked off the Marvel Universe, uh, Phase 3. The Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Hawkeye, Widow, uh, Thor. We have greater and lesser villains, but one thing is every one of these people had a story, just like we're going to talk about. And when we talk about our modern averagers, we're talking about <laughs> if, if the Avengers were Earth's mightiest heroes, the averagers are the unmarriageables. You got the doctor. You've got the lawyer. You've got the realtor. You've got the PhD. You've got the entrepreneur. You've got the nurse. And then you got some lesser heroes. Oh, I'm gonna break it all the way down. They're gonna get their own, they're gonna get their own broadcast, they're gonna get their own powers, they're gonna get their own series. Because every one of you guys out there know an averager. Averager. Want superhero luxury outcomes and you're average at best. We have good, we come from good homes, we can cook, we can clean, we're good at bullshit bed like everything that we have to mount up to book. we do you said they can cook i don't need a cookbook she said they can cook i don't need a cookbook if 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 modern women were everything this woman is saying they were they would be married at a rate like their their foremothers and i feel like as women I feel. Unfortunately, we have to settle. Men, y'all are not being realistic then. Why not? Because social media is fake. So you're allowing so, social media <laughs> to weigh in on a decision on somebody. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it if just I posted, if a, man if a man posted himself naked repeatedly on social media, you saying, are you saying that you would bypass what he repeatedly shows and give that man a chance? I'm not, I mean, I'm not into that. So no, I'm going to speak for my, I'm not into that. So no, he, I'm not. But he's posting himself naked. Okay, he's, cool. He's showing himself. I'm not into that, but I'm just saying that. So if you see, okay, I get it. If you meet a girl, let's, let's give this situation. You mm -hmm. meet a girl out, right? Mm -hmm. And like y'all exchange numbers and mm -hmm. um, later on the night y'all exchange Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Are you telling me that you're really like going through every picture and just like. I'm going to do a quick browse. If she's giving me her social media. image of her that you Absolutely. think. Absolutely. Okay. Because she created that Hell for herself. Yeah. Okay. Like if, if there's a man that's doing drugs and all, always posting money, what are you going to assume about him? You're not going to think about his character. You're going to think this man is flashy. All he's trying to do is sell drugs or he just flashing the money. He just showing his cars, whatever. That's what you're going to assume with them because that's what they posted. If I'm always posting, I'm working. If I'm posting that I have a business here, a business there, you're going to be like, that man is on his stuff. You don't even have to showing. Actually, you're not. That's reason why failed relationships actually happen is because there's become a pattern of women staying through these things. Because if you think about it, if I want you guys to ask yourself a question. Are any of the women that you hear speaking, where is the affection, good faith, and femininity? Close your eyes, and I want you to pay attention to the tonality and the voice. Then I want you to open your eyes, close your ears, and I want you to look at the body position. Stop listening to the words and start looking at the outcomes. You ask most women, right, what, what they gonna say? Niggas ain't shit, all niggas cheat. Even men now will tell you, 
You're not going to find a nigga that's not going to cheat on you because they've let us feed into that narrative so long that we believe that now. So I feel like if as women we say, no, I'm going to find a nigga that's not going to cheat on me, then when a nigga does cheat on you, you're going to leave. I want to know why a woman want to find a nigga anyway. Shout out to Minister Jeff. You know, he does some interesting work. It's, it's extremely edgy, but he makes a point. Today, when you're out and about, are you more likely of, if something jumps off, it's far more likely you're going to see something jumping off between women throwing them hands. Where's all this aggression and anger coming from? These pent-up superpowers. The averagers. Y'all see where we're going with this. You're starting to see the origin story of each one of the community's mightiest heroes. The PhD. The cookbook. cookbook. (laughs) And then you're going to find a nigga that doesn't. But now I feel like women are so sick and so cornered into that narrative that when a nigga does cheat on her, she's like, well, he does this, this, that, and the other. We could work through this. You know, and I feel like if we as women stop thinking like that, then maybe we'd actually, I don't want to say guess, I don't even sound like a pick me on this, but I'm saying like, I do feel like we need to stop giving niggas grace. I'm not going to lie. I mean. Hi, Jeffrey. Hey, William. Hey, Tom. Hey, Mrs. Williamson. Hey, Mr. Jacobson. I'd like you to meet my wife, Keisha. Hey, how you doing? What's up, nigga? What these niggas over here doing? Hey, nigga, give me one of them champagnes. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about it. Keisha, we're at work. Yeah, fuck all that shit, nigga. Go to the bathroom, man, motherfucker. The marriage is different, but in relationships, no. If we're going to be honest, the average woman typically picks, right? In the order that you said, because when you ask a question off the top, usually people respond with what's off the top, Okay. right? Your first things that you listed had nothing to do with what men want and women. So what do y'all want? And that's the problem. We want a feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive, childless. You failed the fitness test. 80% of our women failed the fitness test. Today, it is not uncommon to see women who weigh more than men at their average height. But hey, you're superheroes. You're at your fighting weight. You got to be able to take on Thanos. And, uh, um, you know, the Dark Elves and, and, and Ultron and Galactus and Kang the Conqueror. Man, come on. Why are we going there? The point I was going to do is break down this video and show you some of the outright hypocrisies that a lot of modern women were willing to spout. But a lot of you guys have already seen it. And, and there have been other breakdowns that have shown that when people, when, when women started failing in the argument, they started making up shit and lying. And this is why I need men to start getting better. Stop allowing women to lie. This is what Malaya talked about, said Brittany Renner and PJ Washington was married and all that kind of stuff. Same insults, guilt, and the need to be right. Why is this important? Because when you're out and about dealing with the new Avengers, the Avengers, they they get their superpowers from the sisterhood scrolls and sign language. Like if you look at superheroes, they all tend to have superhuman strength, endurance, stamina, some sort of regenerative process. You know, all heroes tend to have baseline stuff, superhuman strength, endurance, and healing factors, something like that. Whether it's Luke Cage, 
or Super or Wolverine. But then you start looking at different different variations of heroes. Some have telekinesis power. Some people have cosmic power. This that. Yeah, we're gonna break down every one of these averages, and we're gonna start first with the attorney. The attorney. The attorney is like um, Iron Man. She's the one that's loud, proud, out in front, telling you that she don't need no man. She's the one that you can find her in any setting. She's willing to have the argument. She is literally Tony Stark's machismo and arrogance in female form. Oh, you're going to have your own series, counselor. Because one thing attorneys love to do is argue. They love to debate. They love to deal with the hypothetical. But here's the problem with all of these averagers. They spend so much time in their careers doing jobs and work that require emotional labor that they have really nothing left to give to the kind of man they say they want to be with. So you got the attorney. And if you guys go back to the one broadcast, I said, look at the kind of women that high value men tend to avoid. And they're all on that list. But we're going to deal with the women who are strictly professional. Because I'm not going to go down to some of the areas where guys are like, I don't know if I would marry that person. We're going to deal with the professional women. The attorney. You find her in every group. She's the one that wants to argue everywhere you go. And it's funny a lot of attorneys tend to have been married. Probably 50% of them are divorced, though. And the ones that are still married, bitch about their husbands. I would love to... It is uncommon to meet Tanya Stark, the attorney who is happily married, who speaks well of her husband. And... Oh yeah, she's she's usually walking around in the Hulk Buster. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! No, the hell he did not, baby. This is a mess. She normally rolling around in that goddamn Hulk Buster. <laughs> oh my God! Oh Jesus! Oh, calm down, Kevin. All right, she's gonna get our own series. You got it coming, counselor, because every counselor I meet, they want to sit down and talk to me about relationships. And well, you open to a different perspective and sure, but it's amazing because the attorney is the focal point of the Avengers group, the Averagers. She's the main agent of chaos amongst her friends. She's the woman that keeps most of them single. Because this is the woman that will tell you that forget the facts, the data, statistics. God has something for you and da 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 And I believe this and that. I believe you can fly. And I mean, it's just like <laughs> I had this, this conversation I had last night is the conversation I have every week. That's why I'm going to break it down and show you guys real world. When I was talking to her, I was like, ma'am, I, I see, I meet you every day. 
I asked one question in the conversation, ma'am, do you make any room or do you make, are you open to the possibility that me and your friend here are experiencing you as being argumentative or not being constructive? Took a fully 30 seconds to say, well, I guess I could. Dude, this is going to be an incredible series. The attorney, the attorney. I want you to go back to the What If series on uh, Marvel when they were fighting uh, Infinity Ultron and Infinity Ultron figured out that Strange, uh, Strange Supreme, Doctor Strange Supreme was the one that was superpowering everybody else. He said, if I get you, they all fall. She is strange supreme. She's the one that powers them all. Who's next? Well, then you get next, you get the realtor. The realtor is the, the, the girl that went to school, probably in something humanities business, but she found her marketing. She found her way into real estate sales. Now, she's not typically in just regular real estate. She tends to probably be in, you know, I don't want to, they're not always in luxury real estate, but they want to be selling high-end homes. They all do well. The attorney does well. The realtor does well. The realtor is the one that usually wants to be married because she's always showing homes to happy families and this and that. Ah, uh, and it's the same story over and over again. And they're really trying, they, 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 the realtors sit here and watch this show. They watch this show, but they can't tell their friend, the attorney, that they watch this show because their friend, the attorney, will start trying to hammer on them. Why do you watch that? You don't need to do that. All you need is God and me, and I can show you what's going on. Guys, this all played out last night. All of this played out for real. And the thing is, it plays out every night. Somewhere around this country, in Atlanta, I see it all the time. Groups of women talking to one another. And I can point out which Avenger they are, which Averager they are. You're the attorney. You're the realtor. Well, the realtor. There's hope for the realtors. The attorneys, like I say, half of them are married. And the ones that, and, and the ones that, the, the, the ones that, the, the half that are divorced, um, or unmarried, whoo, whoo, and the ones that are married, they still talk crazy. They, they, anyway, they just like to argue, and they love that need to be right. Why is this important? So, what's next? You got the attorney, you got the realtor. Those are the two that roll the most together. They're the, that's the that's the they're the, like you know the Sith and the and the Sith apprentice, but there's a bigger group. They're like Captain Man. It's like the realtor is like Captain America, and the attorney is like Iron Man. Who comes in next? Well, who would be the third Avenger? The third Avenger arguably would be Thor. Thor would be arguably be the third Avenger. And which one is this? I'm a PhD. The third Avenger or Averager is going to be the physician slash nurse. Oh, I'm going to go to hell. Oh, my God. 
the physician slash nurse. The physician makes more money than the nurse, but they do roughly the same things. They have jobs that are immensely taxing to their emotional, uh, to their emotional load. They have professional licenses to manage. They have patient loads. They have insurance. They got all this kind of stuff. So they are emotionally drained when they leave work. They got barely enough. You have two ver two versions: the workout version and the non-workout version. The non-workout version. It's a wrap for her. But most of them have some sort of workout because they have to stay on their feet a lot or they have to work longer hours. So a lot of these women work out, but they do emotional labor. And these women are around physicians, male physicians. They're around men of value. They know everything. They know everything. So you could either say they're like, actually, take that back. They're not Thor. They're not Thor. Scratch. They're like Dr. Strange. They're like Dr. Strange because Dr. Strange has a time stone. They're like Dr. Strange and they got a doctor title. I'm a PhD. They float in all kinds of worlds. They live in this world. They can go to a multi, they can go to the multiverse. They can fuck with the TVA. They can do all of it. So the nurse and the physician are like Dr. Strange. The attorneys like Iron Man. The realtors like Captain America. What do we want to get to next? Oh, let me pull up my list. Let me pull up my list. And we're going to fill these in. And, and these may change a little bit over time. What's the next one that we have? The next ones we have on the list, because I combine nurse and physician, we have the entrepreneur. The entrepreneur is every bit of black widow. <laughs> oh my god why because black widow was a master of disguise a doppelganger entrepreneur can mean any goddamn thing so every time you hear a woman that says i'm an entrepreneur just think in your mind hi natasha romanoff <laughs> oh my god i'm going to hell oh they're black widow assassins because they kill hopes they kill dreams because they're under that nerve agent. Execute order 66. They're under, they call it widow juice in the, in, the, in the MCU. Over here, they're under order 66. Yeah, they go to the red room. They go get red Kool-Aid. Oh, shit. We are going there. They are black widow. So all you entrepreneurs, I sell hair. I sell nails. I sell extensions. Da, 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 da. Any entrepreneur will do. All of my black widows. All of my black widows. What's the next one? Well, if you got. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. If you got black widows, you got to have a Hawkeye. And who's the Hawkeye? Well, you know who this is coming. This is the law enforcement military truck driver. Oh, Law enforcement, military truck driver. This is the chick that drives the buses. She's got masculine jobs. 
<laughs> Clint Barton like a motherfucker. She's out here fighting Thanos with a stick and a string. <laughs> oh, Clara Barton ass. Military, law enforcement, truck driving as Hawkeye. We ain't gonna call him Hawkeye. We're gonna call him Chicken Head. <laughs> oh, shit. We're gonna name all these people. So we got we got Iron Man, Tanya Stark, <laughs> Tanya, Tanya something. Tanya is the attorney. We got the realtor, Captain America, Stephanie Rogers. All right. Then we got the nurse physician who is Dr. Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh my God. Oh shit. Oh, oh, I'm having too much fun. Then here comes Black Widow's ass in Iron Man 2 trying to slide up next to the attorney talking about she works illegal and she's really a Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm bringing all my geek powers out right now. Let's go, goddammit. Let's go. You got Hawkeye, the military, construction worker, law enforcement. Oh, I wasn't going to bring this one in, but I have to. Oh, hey, Kevin. You're missing one. Well, there's one that fits in that I'm going to call her the creative. She's the hairstylist, the actress, the massage therapist. The one that wants the space babies, you know, the the she she cause she's an entrepreneur, but she really makes her own reality. You know it's Scarlet Witch. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, WandaVision in this bitch. Yeah, so the hairstylist. So anytime you see these women with these long raptor claws. And their hairstylist or whatever, I just want you to think WandaVision. Hey, Maximoff. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, the unmarryables. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, I think I forgot. I haven't forgot the HR social worker teacher. I haven't forgot. I haven't forgot Brenda. I haven't forgot Belinda Banner. The incredible. <laughs> I haven't forgot Belinda Banner. <laughs> she got a PhD in communications. <laughs> oh, shit. PhD in. <laughs> <laughs> she always angry. You need to go to HR. I don't want to go down there. You wouldn't want to make me angry. <laughs> oh my God. The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> oh, the Black Panther. I want the Black Panther. Let's see. The Black Panther. Who would the Black Panther be? Let me see. Oh. I don't want to put the child in there. I don't think I want to put the child in there because he wasn't always an Avenger. 
We need to put in the basic ones because you start getting two out there. You can start putting in vision. And then I'd have to put in uh, Quicksilver and Ant-Man and Wasp and Valkyrie. I don't want to get that far. We want to stay close to the, the baseline team. Close to the baseline team as possible. Close to the baseline team as possible. I guess if we just wanted to round it on out, we could get the sorority girl that went to college who still has some hope. You know, little spider girl. <laughs> Tina Holland. <laughs> Patricia Parker. Uh, you know, she's an AKA or something swinging around. <laughs> We're going to have fun with this shit. That's right. The Averagers. The community's mightiest heroes. <laughs> Shirley Vision. <laughs> what made me think about this? Because when you do what I do and talk to as many people as I talk to, I, I do two to three sessions a day. And anytime I'm out and about, people will tell you they run into me. I, I, I have impromptu sessions almost daily. And most of the stuff I talk about never makes it here. I'm going to start making that content here because I do this for real. I am a walking social scientist of sorts. And the easiest way to communicate what happens in the, on a daily basis is to tell you the stories and protect their identities. I want to focus in on that part. A critical component of what's going to be in, in, in this phase is these women are professionals and many are coming to get answers, to have conversations and questions. And I have women who book sessions with me and I, who want to come on this show, but they can't, they don't want to, they don't, they, got, they don't want to be on online. You got to respect that. And, and to, in order to be able to talk to attractive, professional, smart, women who are in the marketplace, you have to protect their business, their brand, their identity. So this is a way of having these conversations. Sometimes I will have the conversation and I'll just steal the story back. Sometimes I'm going to have it recorded and have the audio, if not necessarily the video. I will have people come into the studio who may be slightly off camera. Because the conversation has to expand. And I and just like there are men who follow my platform who cannot risk showing their identity, I tell the women this too. I have women who follow. Successful women. If I started mentioning some names, you guys would lose your shit. You've had their posters on your wall when you're a little girl. You're fans of their music. You're fans of their work. You've, they're in Main Street in the halls of power in Congress because one thing for sure over here is I'm trying to get a better outcome for men and the better outcome for men is the disconnect between the business class we lack a business class group of marriages 
Okay, that's a, that's a big hole, especially in the black community. The business class is massively unmarried. So I am trying to figure out a way to keep the content engaging, interesting, moving forward and relevant. So what do you guys think about this concept? And by calling them the the Avengers, the attorney, the realtor, the entrepreneur, the such and so forth, I can speak to a title and not have to call a name. And here's my promise to people I talk to. I never say a person's name, even when I'm out talking to somebody in public. Whether they, if they, we talk about something, I work under a code of a non-disclosure agreement. Think of attorney-client confidentiality. But if I sit down and talk to somebody, my non-disclosure covers you whether you ask it or not. Meaning, the only way people are going to know I'm talking about you is if you open your mouth. Because these stories, like the Avengers, like movies, like things we watch, are common threads. Our community, there's a common thread, and we have to be able to find a way to tell our stories and find a way to where it's not so personal to where people can actually start seeing themselves in some of these characters. I meant it. The attorney and the realtor, that was a great conversation. But it was almost like I'm Neo in the Matrix. I've been there. I've seen it. But every time I approach a conversation, I'm still approaching it from a what can I learn and what can be gathered. I am not an oracle. I am not infallible. But we have to have start having conversations about the facts, the data, the outcome. And one of the biggest disconnects is in the professional group, the professional group of men, professional group of women. We are empty in relationships. So let's go ahead and open the line. Um, I also have jotted something down here too. Guys, if you see on ladies, take super mom, Christian, and goddess out of your damn tagline on Twitter and Instagram. If you don't get out of here with that bullshit, I'm going to open the call line for women who want to call in and talk about this concept and try to, try to understand which Avenger, which app, I call them the Averagers. But which, which, which superhero would you be? Because you think about it, every superhero has a weakness. Every superhero has a journey. The Infinity Gauntlet full of rings. Guys, we can take, and the, and the beautiful thing is, I mean this. Um, there are all kind of people on YouTube that produce comedy series, mini dramas, things like this. Being able to tell these stories... I've always said that I want to be able to, to do short stories or short film, you know, uh, and this is a perfect, this is a perfect entree in it. Write a script, write a, write a, write a 10 minute video. 
We didn't learn how to do relationships. And if 2022 is about self-awareness is sexy, you got to become aware of what your style personality is and which Avenger you in, which which uh, which Avenger you are. Let's get into it. <coughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm I'm still not a hundred percent, guys. But I reached out, and here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna rely upon uh, the men and women in the audience. I'm gonna rely upon you when I when I drop the um, email address because I'm gonna do an email address uh, for like video ideas and concepts and things like that. Number one, number two, for people who want to do interviews, um, I'm reaching. I, I, there are people I'm going to sit down and talk to who are advocates for men that a lot of women are going to disagree with and are advocates for women that a lot of men may disagree with. But we're going to have a conversation about a topic, not about a broad-ranging thing. Why, why is that important? Well, let me say this before I get into this. Because I said it the other day on Instagram. Modern women don't do real conversations well. Modern women don't talk about money, family planning, sex, emotion, and affection. Modern women, and I think a big part of the reason modern women want to be modern trophy-wise is because they do so much emotional labor at work and especially over 30. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a response video to dating over 35. And it is different for women over 35. Are, I want to say almost 100% of them are still dating like they're in their 20s and they haven't realized that life is different. A woman over 35 needs to start approaching the dating market in a whole nother way. Why is this important? Well, because you listen to a lot of women who have very little patience, low, they have little patience, low tolerance. They're in and out of relationships because they have, they have zero patience. They have zero capacity. And we got to bring a spotlight to that to where women, you need to understand, you got you to gotta fix this. Because one thing that I, as a man, I would tell you, one thing that men don't want to deal with is women who have no emotional, uh, emotional availability. If you're not light, fun to be around, spontaneous, things like that, why do we need you? Why is this important? Because one of the big disconnects I'm seeing today is men, blue Henrys, white collar Henrys, hit squads. We just call them men of value. Men in the top 20% who want to be in the top 10, 5, 1%. Top 20% of men, men who are in a position to be earners and producers. These men are doing the work to become productive. They get in their fitness, their finances together so they can then the next part is the whole females thing and get together with their women. But here's the problem. Men are doing too much today in relationships. Let me explain. They got to go out and become protectors, providers. 
husband level dudes. And then they have to supplement a woman who's not bringing what women used to bring. Women today are bringing. I talked to a woman in the last several weeks and she had to look at it. She's a, a nurse physician. High earner. And I said, at the end of the day, you want to be married. And I said, what does your wife's resume look like? Don't tell me about your professional accomplishments. And I want, and I'm going to skip to the end. The end was, what do you really bring to the table? Is you want to actually bring your ovums. Because at your income and your age, you're not even necessarily the one that's going to be carrying your children. You would need a surrogate. A lot of women over 35 will tell you that, well, I can get a surrogate mother or this or that. And men are like, wait a minute. So I'm going to go marry you. And then I'm going to have to have a pay a, one, another person to carry the children. Then, you, then you're the kind of woman that's going to want a nanny, a personal chef, a personal trainer. What? are you ladies doing because women today look at relationships like work we're going to touch back on this on friday when we talk mother daughter emotional labor because we got to get women <clears throat> tuned into this before they can become self-aware because what i hear today is men are like when i sit down to have a serious conversation about with a woman they haven't thought about anything they know what they want. I want, I want to, I, I, I'm a PhD. I'm a PhD. I don't want to have to work to pay any significant bills. I don't want to have to be responsible for nothing. So you find it going to school and doing everything else in the world, but then you expect a husband to just retire you. And he's going to take on all your financial responsibility, your student loan debt and everything else. Guys, I got stories. And I'm going to break some of these stories down into videos. Um, and here's the funny part. You want a man to do all this stuff you went to school, and here's the problem. The real problem is many women can't admit to themselves that they are slaves to their job. They're stuck. They went to school to get jobs and careers that they don't want to do for a lifetime. And here's what men are thinking. Men are like, why the hell did you go to school and get in hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of student loan debt if ultimately you wanted to be a wife and a mother? Why are you in 100, $200,000, $600,000 worth of student loan debt when ultimately you want to marry a man and you don't want to have to work to pay significant bills? At best, some women are like, I will work to pay off my student loan debt. But then after that, I just want to be a wife and a mother. But then you still want to live like you're making your income. If you're making $100,000 as a woman at 30 years old, a man is going to have to replace your income at least because you are used to that standard of living. So that means $100,000 for 35 years is $3.5 million. You want three kids? Half a million each. That's $5 million in your lost income and child cost. That's not including your upkeep. You still want to drive your Mercedes and get your hair done and go to the spa and this and that. A lot of you women don't realize the kind of lifestyles you want to have. You're looking at having a man have to invest 
seven plus million dollars in you. So paying off your student loan debt don't mean shit. <laughs> if you still going to have to, he still has to do this seven million dollar thing. Am I, am I dropping knowledge on them, folks? I'm hitting them on all kind of levels right now. They're like, well, damn. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to open Zoom. I'm going to open Zoom, and I'm going to open StreamYard. Um, guys, when you go to Zoom, when you go to Zoom, you're going to have to click Connect Audio well, make sure you connect your audio. I'm only taking ladies' calls. I'm only going to be on in about 30 minutes, guys. This broadcast this week is going to be shorter. Ladies only. This is Zoom. <clears throat> and then StreamYards. Um, all right. So we're gonna do this. Stop cam, enter studio. Add the stream, invite, copy the clipboard. All right. <clears throat> or StreamYard. So. Why is this important? Because <clears throat> one of the holes in this content is the women being talked to need to approximate the kind of women a man wants to deal with. Just like when women say, we're all the high value men in these conversations. All right, cool. Well, people with something to, with with a with a career, a brand, a reputation have something to protect, and you'd be a fool to not talk to them, and you'd be a, a fool to talk to them and not offer them any protection. So you're going to watch the evolution, and I'm going to ask that you guys stay the course in this next 30, 60 days as we transition. Because the end goal you're going to love, an actual sit-down interview with the kind and caliber of women that you could actually say, I could see myself marrying a woman like her or dealing with a woman like her, whatever your situation is, a one-on-one, one-on-two, and then a group conversation with women of that caliber and men maybe responding to the conversation we had or responding to something. I don't want to get too much into the into the planning, but I want you guys to be able to tune into something to where you're going to get something out of it to where it's not going to just be the same thing over and over again. What good is it talking to men that women, what good is it me talking to men about providing for women and being men in high value and guys are like 19? They're too young. We always will be his theory. And no different than what, what good is it talking to, to women that the men 
And even other women say they don't represent women out here who are really wanting to get that done. All right. So <clears throat> that's the end goal. Participants over in the Zoom, I see you. Uh, and you guys are more than welcome to uh, drop in ideas as we uh, continue to improve. This is, I, I'm, I'm sitting in this chair, guys. Um, but I've said it long ago. I want to be rich. I want to get rich by helping people get what they want. I don't need to be uh, mainstream or a star. I'd be happy being behind the scenes. Hello. Uh, Eliza. Hello. Hello, how are you? You're unmuted. Uh, how old are you? All right, so what do you got for me? Okay, so give me, uh, I'll just do it. Okay, so I never, um, dang, I never click on these if I haven't watched the whole broadcast. And I didn't watch this broadcast, so I don't know what this one is about. Um, so I apologize. Um, do you have a question? What? Yeah, I kind of did have a question. What is um, it? So the question is, so you know how you say, um, that main high value men that they exercise options. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? Like, what do you what do you mean that? Okay, what I mean, what do I mean by they don't cheat? They exercise options. Okay, what I mean is cheating is something that is done in secret. Uh, there's a cover up. There's deception involved. Okay. Okay. Exercising so options. Uh, exercising options means you know you got a man that's more valuable than most, and you know other women want him if he's a high value man, right? Right. So let's say he's let's say he's making three hundred thousand dollars a year. He's earning seven to eight times what most seven times six times more than what most men are making. Does that mean he has? Just by simple math, does he have access to six times more women? You know he was, you know your standards are high and you're picky. And if he could meet your standard, he can meet somebody else's standard. All right. Do you expect a man who is uh, in the group of most sought after men to be loyal and monogamous for a lifetime? Do I expect that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem realistic, but um Well it was I'm realistic. Honest. It was realistic when we used to live to be thirty-five or forty years old. That's when it was realistic when human beings didn't live that long. But is is it realistic today? Um I don't know. I don't know if I would say if it's realistic or not. What do you want, though? Do you want a man to be monogamous for a lifetime? Yeah, I, okay. I what do. if what if men live to be three hundred years old? And they have to be with one woman for the rest yeah. of their 
Mm -hmm. So, so that's what I hold on. What I want you to think about is I said a lot of the rules and marriage and things, human beings live longer. You have more options and more choices. And I need you to go back a thousand years ago, 500 years ago, a thousand years ago. Where did men a thousand years ago who were in the top 10% of all men, they would have been in the ruling class, dukes, earls, knights, whatever. They wouldn't have been peasants and serfs, right? They would have, they'd have been property owners, something, maybe not in the monarchy, but something. Where did men like that ever just have one woman? I'm not sure. That I'm not sure. Monogamy is a new concept. And my thing is, now when I say men don't cheat, they exercise options, it's not mandatory that they do that. They don't automatically do it. But women, in my opinion, need to go into a relationship knowing that you have a man that's highly sought after. And at 21 years old, you may not know this, understand this, but it's really going to be difficult for one woman to fulfill a man's sexual desires. You hear this complaint all the time. Men are often the ones frustrated sexually in relationships because they're not getting enough because once women get married, men's common complaint is they're living in sexless marriages because women aren't incented to continue to compete. Uh, but that's what that's what the whole exercising options means. It's not mandatory. Uh, I think it just makes more sense for women to uh, recognize that your man does have options. And now my thing is, if a man's going to exercise those options, they need to come with ground rules. And the first the first ground rule is honesty. Let's say I'm married to you, right? Mm-hmm. And I need to say, all right, all right, Elsa. Here are the rules I propose. I'm not going to bring home any outside babies. I'm not going to bring home any sexually transmitted diseases. I'm not going to put the family finances uh, or family business at, at risk. And I'm not going to bring you any public embarrassment. Meaning, I will... Whatever I do, I'm not going to throw it up in your face and all the other kind of stuff. And I'm not going to be bringing these women around, other women, and embarrassing you. And you know what, Elza? Believe it or not, more women are like, well, as long as you can maintain some rules, that's easier for a lot of women to tolerate versus I'm just going to go out here and do what I want to do and you got to just deal with it. Because then you got to deal with the embarrassment and the uncertainty and all that other kind of stuff. Unmute yourself, Shayla. Jasmine, I'm asking you guys to unmute. Did you have anything you want to say to that, Elza? Eliza? Um, Eliza, yeah. Um. So, so basically you're saying like, well, I do understand that, but you're saying like men exercising options. It has nothing to do with us or like if it's just something that it's just something that they do well i mean you think about it human beings are, are mammals look at mammals uh, look at lions you typically have two 
to four lions, male lions, who have a pride of eight, ten, uh, four, eight, ten female lionesses. All the males have the right to mate with all the females. Monogamy is not natural for mammals. For male mammals, right. But for mammals, oh, for most food. mammals, it's not a monogamy. For, well, no. And the thing is, monogamy is a concept. It's a pretty new concept. And I, I'm not a... And it, and it worked when women... It worked because men... It worked because if you're a man and you were locked into a life of servitude and sexlessness, men like that can be dangerous. If you're a man and you... because 30% of men will be virgins until 30 years old. But you're a woman. You can have sex anytime you want to. So you guys think it's as simple as, as being, you know, disciplined because you can have it whenever you want to. Men's sexual desires are different than women. And one of the big issues is we have told women, we have told women that we're, that we're the same. That's why one of the people I'm going to bring on the show this year, we're going to talk a lot about sex on the show this year because there's a lot of miscommunication and misconception about human sex, sexuality, all kind of stuff. Um, my ultimate thing is this. Whatever, whatever man you deal with, you, there needs to be honesty between you. And if you can't deal with it, um, just know what your deal breakers are. I'm not telling you to accept one or the other. I'm just telling you, if you want a man that has options, those men, uh, you got other women actively trying to get your man. Here's what cheating looks like to a man, Eliza. Having sex with another woman isn't really cheating in our minds. You know what cheating is? If we buy her a house. That's cheating. If I buy you a BMW and I buy her a Mercedes, that's cheating. If you got a BMW in the house and I'm just hitting her from the back, which one, which position you want to be in? You want to be in a position where you got a BMW in the house or you want to be in a position where you're getting hit from the back? Which one you want? Because you can't have both. Which one you want? But why we can't have both? Because you can't. That's the fucking point. You can't have both. You can't have both. You women want everything. You can't have both because can, you're 21 years old. Can you keep up with a man's sexual drive? Yeah. Dear, you're too young. I, I, you, no. And maybe you've kept up with the guy. And let's just say you can. Is that the norm? Um, I'm not sure. I don't and that's the problem you're not sure and women used to understand men y'all don't understand us today men complain more about not getting enough sex from the one woman they have okay well, that doesn't apply to me um not to like you know disregard anything else you say but that that just doesn't apply to me i actually have the opposite of the problem but okay but you're a female take it or leave it but again but but does the but do you have to provide for a man um, financially, no. No, and that's we got to do that for you. So that's what you take the double standards that come along with. Uh, Jasmine, how are you? 
Jasmine Harris. See, today women want everything. They want it all, man. It's like, I want it all. Why can't I have it all? So if you have it all, that means he's getting, a sh he's getting the short end of the stick. Jasmine Harris. Going once. You can't unmute. I'm asking you to unmute, Shayla. I'm asking you to unmute. Uh, I don't know why you can't. I'm clicking the, I, I've clicked the button that says ask to unmute. I'm, everyone else has been able to unmute. I am. Uh, <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and click on you so you guys can see what I'm showing her. All right, guys, you see this button? Ask to unmute. You see that? I keep clicking the ask to unmute. There you go. Everyone else was unmuted. So, sorry. Jasmine, are you here? Let's put you back in the um, waiting room. Eliza, you muted yourself. There we go. No, I'm just, I just, but see, see Shayla, how Jasmine muted and unmuted herself. It works. It's not on our side. Thank you. So Jasmine is still muted. Shayla can't seem to figure out. See, one of the issues today, here you go, Shayla. Yeah, well, yeah. How old are you? That's okay. How old are you? All right. Uh, what's what's the question? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, let me let me see if somebody else has a conversation. Uh, has a question, Miss Ali? Unmute yourself, please. That's okay. How old are you? Me, I am fifty-three. No, I'll be fifty-three. Okay, you. Okay, you have YouTube playing in the background. You need to mute. Um, it. no, I don't. Okay, but we can stop you, that. Well, okay, so you're fifty-three. I am. Okay, so what are we? What's the question? What are we talking about today? Uh, well, uh, let me let me see if somebody else has a conversation. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm hearing I'm hearing YouTube playing in the background, so you need to close the YouTube windows. I think you need to have open the stream yard. Don't unmute yourself until you close the windows. I tell you one thing about my generation, man. Okay. We 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 suck at technology. Ma'am, you have YouTube playing in the background or another window open. I'm gonna mute you. I keep hearing back. Stop unmuting yourself. Until you close down all the other windows. Okay. I keep telling her to stop unmuting herself, but she keeps doing it. One thing my generation, Generation X, the, the people who grew up with Atari 2600 and stuff, my generation thought computers and, and software was a joke. And it and it fucking, it, it grinds my gears to no end. The Generation X sucks. 
at technology. You see me and I am nimble with the technology. Always learning. It's a goddamn shame that the people at our age who have the most wisdom suck at this stuff. I'm not saying you, Miss Ali. I'm just saying in general. So Go I'm ahead. Let me just say. Okay. Go ahead. Great. Um, no, I'm grateful to be on here. Finally, I was able to. Um, I don't necessarily disagree. And I say in the most humblest manner, I am a Muslim. Okay. And I say, um, I want to disagree. Oh, just humor me. And, and okay. Our women today that come on, I watch you, and it pains me sometimes. Their behaviors matter. The way that they don't listen, and I, I'm divorced. I have three grown children, four from my husband. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think I might have a chance. <laughs> so, what do you disagree about? What do you disagree with? That um, that uh, a woman my age the possibility of me of finding a man or a man finding me or being chosen. Um, I disagree. I think with the behaviors of my sisters, how unfortunate, I think that there's a great possibility. I don't need a six figure. Uh, man. Okay. You talk about you or you talking about your sisters? Me. Okay. Yes. A blind squirrel can find a nut. No, no, no. No, no, no. I listen to. Okay, I let you speak unmolested. A blind squirrel can look up and find a nut. Mm -hmm. What percentage chance would you give the average 50 plus year old unmarried black woman at finding a husband? Fifty percent. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this shit up. He rolled for that, baby. <laughs> Ma'am, one in four black women will marry in their lifetime. And you're saying that women over 50 have a twice as likely chance. Please explain to us why. Well, well, thank you for the opportunity. And just in response to um, the conversations that you have, um, the attitudes, the non-cooperativeness, yes, I am an older woman. I'm not looking for a six-figure income man. I'm an average woman. So just on that alone, you know, no, just but that alone. But what you're, what, what you're explaining is why you're giving women a 50% opportunity to find a husband over age 50. That's what you said. You said, yeah. okay. Well, well, then, but, but you understand that black women today, all age ranges, 26% will marry, right? Okay, right. So you're saying that that number doesn't matter. If you're over 50, you got a 50-50 shot of getting a husband. That's mathematically implausible. The, the, you, can't, you can't make that math work. Why would, why would you have a better chance of getting married over 50 than you do at 20? 
Oh, I didn't say a comparison to a 20-year-old. So my response is this. At my age, and you you stating also, I can't give you the numbers that mm-hmm. um, the, the men my age are looking for the younger women. And just by right. listening to your platform. Right. I'm listening. I'm just, I'm going. Oh, yeah. Some of us are not prepared. We're not wives. And like I said, humor me. You know, it's just. I think, um, I think that you, I, I think that you're saying. One, you saying two black women, you saying a hundred black women, 50 years or older, just say 50 years old. You're saying in a room of 100 single black women, 50 years old, you're saying 50 of them will get married. Yeah, that's what I said. I I would like change my answer, but I said, you know <laughs> I mean? yeah, because of the behaviors of my sisters, you know, my, um, okay. my black women. Yeah. I mean, I listen to your platforms and sometimes it pains me, the responses that we give and we don't, don't even listen. I don't we think don't, you're, I don't think you're, I think you're misunderstanding what you're, what I'm saying. I, Ma'am, if there were today, the number says that one in four, 20, in that room of a hundred black women, only 26 of them will get married. And what you're saying is I think that women over 50, if I gave you a room of 150-year-olds, 50 of them will get married. That doesn't make any sense. The number's supposed to be much less. Okay. Great. So, so, so you're saying that, and when you came in and saying, you don't think that I give the women a fair shot, you think that women my age is not over. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. But the first thing I said also was humor me, though. But um, no, because like I said, I'm not looking for a six figure income. I understand what I get it. It doesn't have to be six figures. Average. Yeah. And -hmm. like you say, um, yeah, I agree. There's a lot of single men out here that's looking for women. I know But they're not looking for 50 year old women. Yeah, (laughs) they're not looking for 50 year old women. That's why when I ask, that's why I started asking women the question, what is life going to look like for you at 50? See, I understand, man, because you're in this position and, and what women in your position have left, all you have is hope. You know what? Listen, 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 listen. listen. I I didn't say you. I said women in your position because life has changed. When you were 21, women in your, women were in the driver's seat. You could determine if and when you went out, you determined if you went out on a date, you darn sure determined when sex happened and you determined when the babies happened. That was 100% up to women. Men had to try to figure out the combination. We had to keep trying to come back, like going to the carnival, trying to, trying to, trying to win those little prizes. And y'all knew the combination. And y'all relished that because it was all weighted on your side. But what happens over age 30, the game changes. But in our community, because black don't crack and of our culture, our women don't get the memo until they're almost 40 and it's 10 years too late. So many women are starting to, after 35, start to really start, oh, I want to be a wife and then, but it's too late for many. So I, don't, I talk to women who were over 45 and they're asking, where can I go find husbands and this and that? And I'm like, where are the 60-year-old men looking to marry? <laughs> there, there are no men looking to marry you. Yeah. If a man is 50, it's like like I'm 52. If I were going to remarry, why would I marry a woman 50 and I, and I could marry a woman at 28? 
Oh, is that a question? No, I understand yeah. that. But, but that's, that's why I said that's why I say the percentage chances are much lower because. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, then I I can I will agree with that. When I first started, I said, "Humor me." You know, mm-hmm. I have gentleman friend, fifty years old, and and you know we have these type of conversations. You're gonna marry if you meet someone, um, Samir. They're gonna be your age or older. That I understand. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I was married for twenty two years. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that. First of all, you said that we will want a stepdad. I have a thirteen year old son, and no, um. I don't. So, oh, I'm not waiting like I have time, but I understand those things. Well, ma'am, I didn't say that specifically to you. Okay, please don't. No, no. When I say stepdad, ma'am, if you're marrying, the man will be a stepfather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's just a statement of fact. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you and your husband were married. Why did you guys divorce? Because we never communicated where we were, what okay. we wanted. All we right. never, ever. So how long have you guys been divorced? Um, that's a good question. And have no, to say, it's, just, it's just a legal question. Uh, wow, maybe I have to sit down because legally we're still married. We're just not together. He is in another relationship right now. So, uh, but you have a legal state marriage? Yes. So yes. why not just do things the right way and just dissolve it? End it? Yeah. Yeah. And and I listen to what you say. So Because you can't t- move into another situation even if it presented itself. Yeah. So he had as as he so he has a two family income. It would be plausible that he is the one that spends the money and file for a divorce. He's moved on with his life. I agree. I'm not a bitter woman, you know. But, so but, okay. <laughs> one thing that I understand with us, we just like we don't do things in order. Do you want to be remarried? Um, I would like to be. Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, well, if you're not living together and he's in another relationship, the divorce needs to happen. But all I'm saying is that I'm a strong advocate for family staying together because when was the last time you had a date? Um, uh, two years ago, I went out on a date. Okay, and ma'am. So how? Okay, so do respect. Two years ago, you had a date, mm-hmm. and you're fifty. At yeah. that rate, you're not going to remarry. One date every two years don't cut it. <laughs> and I and I'm tired of seeing black women dying alone. Oh yeah. And it's like, well, we didn't get together. We didn't talk together. I don't care. I said this on Instagram last night. A woman asked me a question. She said she got married early on, had six kids. And she asked me, well, now my ex-husband snooping, sniffing back around. And you know, I, was like, I said, I told her point blank. I told my ex-wife, she's remarried. I told her if she hadn't gotten remarried, and if I got to be around 60-some, 65 years old, and she was still in marriage, I'm like, oh, look here. We ain't got another but uh, 10 years in this piece. We just need to go ahead and get remarried again and live in the house and, and, and do, the, do it for the family. You go to your front room, I'll go back over here. Hey, man. I, mm-hmm. 
Because this is stupid. My, I think the biggest gift we as Generation X can give to the black community is saying we got bad information and we made bad relationship decisions. We didn't do it right. We had the war on drugs, crack, HIV, AIDS, Reaganomics. We had a lot. We had Generation X. I think history is going to be very sympathetic to us because we're we're almost like another lost generation. We never really had a chance. We're sandwiched between the baby boomers and millennials. But what we could do to the younger generation is tell them we should have stayed together. Man, and you know, and I agree. And you know, I wanted to share this with you too. I agree. I think that it did not do my children a justice. I have a 21 year old, mm -hmm. 18, 17, 13 year old, and I think that it put something on their brains. Mm -hmm. I don't. It, it wasn't a positive for them. You know, we were married for 22 years. Right. Um. Yeah. Is yeah, he remarried? Is he remarried? No, he's living with. He's living with someone. Then go away. I, but you know, you know, um, well, maybe I'll look still legally married. Y'all are still legally married. And yeah. the way, and if I'm going to use my Thanos glove, I'm going to snap, I'd snap that chick away and <laughs> I'd sit down and have a conversation with people. And we'd say, y'all need to sit y'all's ass down and figure out how do y'all talk to each other on Tuesday and Thursday and leave each other alone the rest of the week. You go up front room, he go in the back room, y'all live in the same house. You give him his insulin shot, he rub your feet. And then when his, when he die, he be in the ground. When you die, you be in the ground next to him. And your kids can come see their mom and daddy next to each other. Like we got a chance to goddamn see. I am yeah. sick of seeing black graveyards with families upon families upon families. And we're going to be the first mother freaking generation of single people buried out there by ourselves. This is we, it's the one gift we can give them because we can't go back and we can't. We can't go back and undo. We made the best decisions we could with the information we had. We didn't want to end it this way, but the, for the us that are still here, we can tell these young folks, stay together. Yeah. Stop trying to look for something else out here. You don't want to be out here doing this. So oh. y'all are still legally married. Eh. This woman I talked to yesterday, she she was she was a bishop's uh, daughter, and she was involved. Mm -hmm. in Relationship with a woman. And I said, you better go back with your ex-husband. You better figure something out. Yeah. Dating at this age, it, it sucks. Yeah, it does. And you know what? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say, y'all can turn some heads, but I do understand what you're saying. I, I, a lot of men will sleep with me. <laughs> turn some heads, <laughs> but, but they don't want you on. You, I mean, look, man, we ain't got, look, come on now. Yeah. You ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new. Yeah. Ain't nothing yeah. new. I'd rather, I'd rather turn the channel. I'd rather turn the channel and watch Matlock or some shit. Come on now. I ain't, I ain't trying to hear all these turned heads. Fuck yeah. all we, oh, Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Come on. We, we, we didn't got past all that. But see, I agree. And, I they need, and these young people need to hear more conversations with people our age realizing because they get their cues from us. They didn't need no man this, that, da, 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 da. No. I would love to hear women of your age start telling younger women relationships are good men are, are are for more than sex and provision men are worth right. something and, and that's a that's an inheritance that you can give your children your daughters and your sons that money cannot do give them relationships so they can have a better opportunity because our time is done it's yeah. it we're not going back i mean I, yeah i could still get married and have kids but 
for women, nature's made choices for y'all. Oh, yeah. But that, but it, but the remainder of life could still be better together than apart. That's all I'm saying. Better together than apart. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Man. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Yeah, I said that. I told my, I told my ex-wife that. I told my daughter that. I said, "You damn right." And I, and I, and you know, like I said, and she's married, and her husband's cool people. But what would it look like? I mean, think about it. Just practically, what would it look like? I'm 69, 70 years old. She's 68. And, she, and she's single, I'm single. I'm like, I ain't trying to date. I'd be like, uh, look here. Um, your last name once was Samuel, so why don't we go ahead and, uh-huh, all right, cool. Uh-huh. Living apart together is going to become more of a thing. Watch my words. Y'all, anyway, y'all ain't ready for that level of truth. Um, Leslie, and then the flight twins. I, you know how many children? You know how many adult children would cry tears of joy to see their mother and father reunite in their in their latter years. Shit. Hello, uh, you need to connect your audio, Miss Flight Twin. Um, like I said, I'm looking for a solution. And, and, and when the Titanic started to sink, the solution was the uh, those little dinghies or rafts or whatever. Anything will do. All right. Um, Shayla, I'm going to unmute you, ask you to unmute, and then the flight twin person is not there. So, um, guys, the Avengers. All right. Shayla, did you have anything else you want to add? Okay. Okay, have a good day. Bye-bye. Flight twins. What does that say? That's what it says, flight twins. Hello. How old are you? Uh, we're 26. We're 26. Y'all are twins? Okay. Uh, it's what? Fling twins. It looks like fling flight. I'm old. That's all right. So what do you got for me? What's the question? A long time. And, you know, I agree with a lot of what you said when I first watched it. I what? realized that I kind of like what you said. I was a modern woman, you know. <laughs> we both were. But um, but we we listened and we changed a lot. My sister changed a lot, and you know, you, there's another marriage. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, way to go. Swing <laughs> <laughs> twins. I'm gonna call on Kevin's show and I'm gonna tell him that because of you, I was able to snatch the ring. <laughs> ah, congratulations. That's that's what's up. And yes. you're next, right, Miss Fling? I hope so, but I'm single. Well, 2022. Um, are you dating with intention right now? Huh? Are you dating with intention now? I am. I am, but it's hard out here, Kevin. I know it's hard. Do you have your wife's resume? I do have my wife's resume. I have my cookbook. I have everything, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to put together. Let me, let me think about this one because... Uh, as we start to move this platform forward, um, 
I'll figure something out. Send me an email and, uh, to info at mykevinsamuels.com and reference this conversation. Okay? Okay. I'm gonna I, I said for the mix, but you didn't accept the, me. The mix, the mix is, yeah, I got to do something different than the mix. There's over 15,000 people waiting to get in there. There's a lot. We're going to figure something out, though. We're going to okay. figure something out. What city are you in, by the way? Uh, we're in Orlando. Okay. All right. Oh, that's on the map for this year to travel. Okay, thank you. Huh? <laughs> Close to Miami. Oh, and then Miami is not a place to go to find a, a spouse, but we'll figure it out. It's just whenever you come back out. We All right. Come. Appreciate it. Thank All you. Right. Congratulations, man, with that big old rock on your hand. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she, said, she said, hold on, put, hold it up again. Hold it up again. Hold on. Yeah. Bam. God, dang. She got the infinity stone up on that piece. Congratulations. That's very good. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nice he hate black women. Well, he ain't producing nothing. <laughs> no, no, hell, he did not. Baby, this is a mess. <laughs> All right, folks, I got to get out of here. It's almost midnight. I'm going to try to keep the shows <clears throat> to two hours. I'm gonna cut down the musical inner the musical beginning. We're gonna try to cut it down to probably around five to seven minutes. Um, but you know, I'm still not a hundred percent. But I do want to get back into the swing of things. Let me see what's going on in the chat room. Shout out to the patrons of the channel. Everything is behind, guys. I've been sick. Um. And if y'all, anybody that knows me knows that I, I like to work. So not working is very hard for me to do. Um, we're going to get there one, one piece at a time. I mean, we're going to get there one piece at a time. Like I said, um, self-awareness is so critical to relationships. Self-awareness is critical to men's purpose. When I became aware of I tell you about that test I took and, and sitting down with uh, Jeff over at Prison Perspective changed my entire outlook on life. Self-awareness. Self-awareness helps you with grace, mercy, humility, and managing your ego. A lot of stuff I want to get out to you guys. I've been off my feet for a couple of weeks. Um, I'll get back in the groove of things. Um, the we're gonna we're gonna keep moving. Just work with me and for this next 30, 60, 90 days, guys. Keep your keep your notifications set. Watch the video, watch the content. I'm gonna be engaging you guys with polls and questions and finding ways to construct and customize the outcome because this is still a men's platform. This is a men's channel, but men want fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive women who want to work with them. That's what we want. Men don't want to be out here dating all the time. We want relationship. We want affection. I got to stop. I'll, I'll keep preaching if I don't stop. I got to stop. All right, people. I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for standing by. Thank you guys for hitting the super chat. Thank you guys for having a good holiday and everything else. Until the next time, peace. Your godfather is gone.
Kiss him addicted to the 